Welcome to the Cheap Cheetah Money Show, a place for saving, making, and having fun with your money. We offer you a chance to learn new and creative ways to reach your financial goals. Here on the Cheap Cheetah Money Show, it's always about the money. To contact us, visit our website at www.cheapcheetah.com or at www.cheapcheetah.webs.com. And now, here is your host, Jill. Good morning, my Cheap Cheetah family. How are you this morning? And welcome to the Cheap Cheetah Money Show. It is December. 15th, and we have a week and about four days before the holidays. And I wanted to catch you before you went crazy. But before I get into that, welcome to the Cheap Cheetah Money Show. And for those who of you that are new, welcome. Let me tell you what the Cheap Cheetah Money Show is all about. We're all about saving, making, and having fun with money. We are frugal slash cheapskates. And we're proud of it. And for those of you who've been with me a long time, welcome, family. Now, what I want to talk to you about is, I want to see if I caught you. Did I catch you? Please tell me I caught you. Please, please tell me I caught you before you went out there with the craziness and spent all that money for gifts that people don't need, people won't use, and they'll say, thank you very much, and Lord knows where your gift went. Please tell me you didn't go out there and spend money like that. This year, it seems like everyone's spending money on experiences. So instead of buying gifts, you're giving people experiences. You're taking them on trips. Um, you're taking them maybe to a play. You're taking them somewhere where they can have the experience more than a gift. And I kind of like that. Because... Really, how many times are you going to guess what did this person need? Nine out of ten times we guess wrong. We spend money that we don't have to spend. For what? One or two days? Give me experience. I was reading somewhere, folks. People are taking out loans. Yes, I said it, loans. Excuse me, loans against their 401k. Loans against their home. To buy gifts. Is that crazy or what? Why would you take out a loan to buy a gift for somebody who may not appreciate it, who may not need it, or who who just, just doesn't deserve it? Why would you do that? Why would you go in debt for something or someone that's not really that, I mean, I'm not saying that they're not that important, but it's unnecessary. Okay, I can understand you going in debt a little bit if you have maybe college to pay off, if you got medical bills, but to give a gift? Oh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go in um I'm gonna go in debt because I wanna give Junior a, a brand new car. No, about that. Junior better work and find a way to get, make get his own car. Because with the car comes car payment, insurance, and all that stuff. So don't go in debt. Please don't do this. And I'm hoping I caught you before you spent a whole lot of money. And then when January bills come, you look and say, what the heck is going on? So 
That was my little rant for you today. What I'm really here to talk to you about is what we can learn from reality TV. I like my reality TV too, folks. And I'm sure you watch it because it's entertaining, but it's also lessons that we can learn from it. And I'm going to tell you the lessons I personally learned when it comes to money and reality TV. My first reality TV program that I love, American Greed. If you're not familiar with this program, it is about people who get swindled out of their money because they think somebody offers them a bigger, better deal. Most, nine out of ten times, it's about investing your money into something that instead of paying 2 to 3%, it's paying 15 20%. And these people want more out of their investment, so they invest in stuff. Like maybe use car dealership, uh, foreign currency. And they invest with people who are not registered to sell you this stuff. They invest with their friends. And they come to find out their friends or people who know people then took their money and lived their life very nicely on your money. The Bernie Madoffs, um, the uh, Wolf of Wall Street, any one of those programs you can watch and you'll see what I'm talking about. What I learned from these programs is you are responsible for your money. No one gives you a bigger, better deal but you. You take responsibility. You work for it. You're responsible for it. And someone comes and tells you, I can give you. 20% where the bank is paying 3%, you better investigate real quick about what's going on. How are you able to give me 20% of my money and the bank can only give me 3 and they're federally funded? Okay? I had a friend whose mother got caught up in this in just this kind of um, American greed scheme where she, her brother knew a friend and entrusted uh, the friend, my my friend's mother trusted the friend with her money that she inherited and he walked away with like $100,000 of her money because she trusted him and he didn't have a clue and then he got in the wind. You're in charge of your money. Don't let anybody else tell you I can give you a bigger, better deal. Nine or ten times they can't. How's the old saying go? Like brokers, when you go to like EF Hutton's and and the Gruntles and all that, why do you call them brokers? Because if they were rich, they wouldn't be called brokers, right? So pay attention to your money. Don't be so gold, but don't always be down with the crowd because you know what? The crowd is going broke. So that's what I learned. Always pay attention to my money. If somebody gives me, try to give me a bigger, better deal, investigate it. And if you want to go into it, don't put all your money into it. Say, here, here's, here's $200. You know, and let me see what you're going to do with that. So that way, if I lose $200, I'm not out $200,000. That's what I learned. Pay attention to your money. 90 Day Fiance. I love that one, too. That's where people either go overseas, they look for love. Um, they find love on the internet. They think it's all that. Um, 
usually people from the United States go to maybe India, they go to Egypt, they, you know, 90 Day Fiance, you can look it up on YouTube. Good story. Some of them go to Africa, they find love. Why are you doing that, folks? Why are you going to places to look for love when the United States is so big? You cannot find you a companion here. And I'm not knocking it because we all need love in our lives. What I'm knocking is the money that you have to spend to for this relationship overseas. Number one, if say if you met somebody in Africa or Egypt, airfare is not cheap to go way overseas. Hotels and stuff are not cheap. So you're paying you're paying to go over there to visit the person because the person cannot come over to you because they don't have the right papers and you're paying for them to get the right papers if they want to come over here. So you're putting thousands and thousands of dollars into a relationship where the person you've met online doesn't have the money nine out of ten times. So you're spending all this money for love. You can do find love cheaper right here in the USA. We got 50 states. You telling me you can't find nobody to love in these 50 states? You know, who already had decisionships, who don't need all the extra paper, where you're not flying overseas, where it's costing you a thousand, couple of thousand dollars to do? Come on. You know, you just take patience and time and find somebody right here in good old USA. It's much cheaper. Also, what else I have? Million dollar listing. Love that. I love million dollar listing. It's a show where uh, real estate agents go around and they show you million dollar homes. Okay. Love that. I love looking at mansions. That's one of my passions. What I don't love is the price tags. Why would you spend $10 million, $3 million, $4 million on the place when that same house maybe 10, 20 years ago was maybe $300,000, $400,000? Okay? They always show you the glamour side of million-dollar listing. Never tell you how much the upkeep is. Never tell you how much the taxes is. Never tell you how much... Um, the heat and oil bill and all that, you, it's nice. And it is this fantasy where we sit back and say, wow, this is nice. But the reality is having a million dollar house, having a $10 million house, having all the land comes with a whole bunch of bills. No one never tells you that. Okay. Like I said, I love my reality programs, but reality programs and true reality are quite expensive. The profit. I love the profit. Um, it's where Mark, a guy, Mark Leonis, goes in and he takes, he goes into different companies and he shows you how the companies are run. He helps them become better companies. And I love that because it teaches you, number one, how all companies you think are making a whole bunch of money, but a lot of them are not. Um, there's a lot of infighting. There's a lot of people who have companies that don't have a clue of how to run their company. It teaches you how to run a company effectively. Um, it doesn't get too much into detail, but it shows you the basics. So it's almost like watching Shark Tank. When you watch Shark Tank, it shows you how these people have started these businesses next to nothing. And to me, it's an inspiration and you learn something from it. You learn what a business takes, how much money you need in the business, um, how to run your employees. Like I said, it's a 30-minute, 40-minute show. 
you get the basics. You don't get the real nitty gritty of it, but you get the basics of um, how to run a business, which is, again, something you can learn from. Last but not least, the Housewives of whoever. Housewives of Atlanta, Housewives of New York, Housewives of Australia, the Housewives. Number one, I used to watch the show. I stopped watching it. No, a lot of these women are not housewives. They're just women who, some are married, some are not. They live in this, these big luxury mansions. They don't do anything. They go to trips. They go to, they do lunches and they do this. They, what the heck is the purpose? If you're not making money, what is their purpose? I mean, yeah, they used to be good. And there's a whole lot of drama. If you like drama, you watch The Housewives. But nine out of ten times after you've watched this program, after the show is over, the reality comes when it comes to these housewives. A lot of them go bankrupt. Foreclosure. These mansions they're supposed to be living in go into foreclosure. They're trying to scrap and scrape together money for just basic living expenses. So while you were living all this glamorous life and you were getting these checks in for recording your life or, you know, you was on these shows, what happened to the money? What happened to the money? You know, yeah, on the show you can live a glamorous life, but in real life, cut it down way back. So, yes, it, it just showed me, a lot of these shows showed me what not to do with my money. Some showed me what to do with my money, and we can all learn from them because we take different things from different shows. And that is what Reality Show has taught me, the ones that I have watched. And some of them basically are for entertainment purposes, but you can learn from them as well. Folks, I like to thank you for being part of the Cheap Cheetah Money Show. And I want everyone to have a great holiday. Um, I want everybody to be safe. I want everybody to enjoy it. And... Please contact me with your saving, making, and having fun with money uh, topics. Please become part of the family by visiting me on my Facebook page, The Cheap Cheetah Money Show, or visiting my website, The Cheap Cheetah Money Show at blogspot.com. I would love to hear from you. I would love for you to be part of the family. And let's talk saving, making, and having fun with money together. On that note, I appreciate you. I love you. And what do you, I want you to do always? I want you to save that money. And until next time, have a great week and a great money-saving life.